This encore program for Fire on the Earth was chosen based on the request from many listeners. Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and we're beginning another week of Fire on the Earth, a program dedicated to the promotion of Catholic mission and evangelization. We're making our way through this season of Advent together, the season of waiting and watching. We look back in time, we look forward in time, and we live in the present. We look back in time and reflect on the majesty and the astounding mystery of the incarnation of God becoming one of us, which makes our own story absolutely epic. And it gives us insight, you know, the who is God, what does God value, why am I here, what does God value? And it's all revealed in his son, who is the light of the world. And what he reveals to us, if we can internalize it and take it into our mind, to our heart, to our imagination, in faith and with confidence, what Jesus offers to us, what the Father's offering to us in his son, not only coming to deal with the sin problem and the death problem, and dying on a cross for us and manifesting that the love of God, which really is, you know, the whole apex of what Jesus wanted to reveal. But just to think of what God thinks of the human race, that uh, he would send his son to condescend and become like us, human flesh, flesh and blood, Mary's son. It's such an astounding mystery, it's hard to put words on it. But we can gaze on it, and this is one of the things we want to do in the season of Advent, is to ask the help of the Holy Spirit, who remember Jesus told us, told the apostles, and then in the scripture speaks to us directly, and says he would send the Spirit, he would go, he's going to the Father, and that he would send an advocate, a paraclete, he would send the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit would teach us everything that Jesus spoke about, and he would manifest the Lord to us. So the Holy Spirit is like the escort for the people of God and the hungry and the thirsty as we desire to go deeper into knowledge of Jesus, knowledge of the mystery of God and God's plan and purpose in our lives. So everyone who's baptized into Christ has become a temple of the living God, a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. And so the Spirit speaks to our spirit, telling us who we are. The Spirit helps us understand who God is. So I'd encourage you in this season to take some time of quiet, take up the Scripture. We'll look a little bit at John's Gospel, a famous prologue today, which talks about the themes of light and darkness, which are Advent and Christmas themes. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. But if we can get a glimpse of a deeper insight into the mystery of Jesus' incarnation and the fact, fundamentally, friends, there that he became one of us, God wants us to be able to receive what he's communicating in Jesus. Not only his commandments, not only his will, but his love, his passion, his desire to save, and the value he puts on every human life. It's revealed in Jesus, and the Holy Spirit can take us deeper and deeper into that realization, which will help us. And as we see the value of really how much the Lord cares for us, how much the Lord enjoys his people, how much he loves us, how much he cherishes us, and the degree to which he went so that we could be with him forever, 
and be caught up in the love between the Father and the Son and the Son and the Father, as Jesus said, you know, as the Father loves me, so I love you. Jesus also said, Father, you love them the way you love me. And so the Father and the Son, this is all about their love, acting in love for us, not just kind of a distant, indifferent, objective, right thing to do or something that God decided to do, but he's moved. He's moved by love. He's moved by passion. His love is passionate. It's a consuming fire, and it's a consuming fire that both brings radical love, reveals the radical love, the tender heart of God, the mercy of God, the kindness of God, and how he cherishes every single person he comes to save us. But also it's a consuming fire that comes against whatever resists the love of God. And he's come to draw every human being into that love. But also Advent is a time we're looking forward. We're watchful. We're waiting with an expectant hope that's informed by our faith. And we're filled with confidence that indeed the Lord who became one of us is now at the right hand of the Father reigning in glory. And we see the destiny of the human race. We see the the plan that the Father had for us from all eternity and how he's dealt with all that separates us from God. And in Jesus, he's conquered death. The light of Christ has you know, dispelled the darkness and the claim that death and sin have on the human race. Jesus broke it. He disarmed the principalities and powers, making a public show of them, Paul tells us. And then he enters into glory in his human flesh. And human flesh is glorified in the person of Jesus. And we see glimpses of that, you know, the images of it, like from the book of Revelation, chapter one, where Jesus' eyes flaming fire and, you know, his hair is white as wool, his, his wisdom and his, his eternal, you know, existence of who he is. And from his mouth issues a two-edged sword, the belt of truth, right? And so that might have been Paul's image, Paul's image for us to remember, but the last part, the belt of truth. But at the end of the day, we see God's plan for the human race. That is your destiny. So I think one of the things that can be very difficult to lay hold of and to, you know, keep hold of and live from is the epic meaning of each and every human life. Even though it's not necessarily celebrated by the culture, the culture's, you know, thrilled and fascinated by other things, distracted by other things, rewards other things. But the biggest thing going on in the planet and maybe in the cosmos, right, if we indeed are the crown of creation, which scripture tells us we are, that the biggest thing happening is God's life. That is, as Paul would say, the mystery that was hidden for ages that's now revealed is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you. And the the saving work of God, God's plan from all eternity, God's purpose in sending his son is being worked out in us. In our, in, you know, we, we carry about in our bodies, you know, these clay pots, these weak vessels, a treasure. And the treasure is not only the presence of God in the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit helping us, but what's happening is the work of the already and the not yet, as some people describe it, is happening. The presence of the kingdom is in us. The king is here, not just out there looking at me. He's present in my heart in the presence of the spirit. And the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are already beginning what will culminate 
in the full transforming glorification of your life. This is actually happening in you. It's moving. It's already begun. It's unfolding in the great dignity of human life. The great joy of the Christian life is the awareness that that's happening and it's God's work in us that we cooperate with. It's not something I have to create because I can't. It's not just a matter of performance or simply willing. It's my cooperation and surrender and humility to the work of God in me and to allow what God says he's doing and what God is receiving it and allowing it to fill my heart, fill my mind in that finding my security, my identity, my value, right? The significance of the life that I'm living, the meaning of it, even if I'm doing something that the world thinks is menial, small, we see differently now what true greatness is, for example, in this world, what will be rewarded, what will be crowned, what will be rewarded and crowned. We see it in this season as we look at the coming of the Lord and we see where he is now and what Jesus rewards and crowns and what Jesus calls great is greatness. And what he calls great is great love, willing the good of the other genuinely from the heart, Loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Jesus said, this is the first and the greatest thing. And what ought to be celebrated and rewarded. Now, the world generally won't do that because the world is fallen. The world is caught up in its own glory. And it's trying to find satisfaction. A friend of mine, Mike Bickle, wrote a book called The Seven Longings of the Human Heart. There's a lot of wisdom in that in that simple book. And God has created us, is put into us certain longings. For example, like the longing to be enjoyed and known by God, the longing to be fascinated, the longing to be beautiful, the longing to be great in the right sense of greatness, the longing for intimacy without shame in our lives, the longing to be wholehearted, to be passionate, to live wholeheartedly toward something that I'm made for, right? And then lastly, uh, significance, you know, the longing for significance and being able to have lasting impact. We are in this world. It's interesting. You could take each and every one of these. I think I'll reflect on some of these as the week goes on and you can see it, but you can also see the counterfeit that the world sort of seduces us into. Like there's always an opposite, you know, a demonic kind of aping of what these longings are meant to look like. And so the world has its own definition of greatness that people are running after or a fascination. For example, like Hollywood has tapped into this reality of the human heart's desire to be fascinated. And the most fascinating thing in the universe is God. Only God can satisfy these longings in each one of us. We can go to a thousand movies in the biggest theaters with all the technical developments that human beings come up with to make it more stimulating make it more of an adventure, to make it more awesome in our experience of it all, it will never satisfy us. We'll have to keep coming back for more. And we can get addicted, and Hollywood knows this. That's why they're able to just keep producing so much TV, so much, so many movies, so much everything. You know, and technology is just simply that. You know, like how many, you know, television stations or how many cable stations, how many movies that are out there, tens of thousands and upon thousands, and you can be 
captivated all day long, every day, if you want to be to a certain level, by what the media brings forward, what it produces. I'm not saying the content that's produced, that there's something wrong with it. I think it does get twisted, obviously. But the point is that we have such a hunger and a longing to escape and to be fascinated. And there's unhealthy escapes and there's healthy escapes. And the fundamental fascination we long for is to know God, not just facts about God, but to be fascinated by his beauty and his majesty. Just today there was a reading at Mass that was referring to from Isaiah, essentially like the psalmist, the passage, you know, the heavens declare the glory of God. And we look up and we gaze at the cosmos and there's constantly new discoveries of just how big it is and how mysterious it is, how overwhelming it is. And it fascinates us and it should. It's, it's God's theater in part. You know, it's God's creation. It draws us deeper into him. But part of the light that Jesus has brought to the world, you know, the behold, the light has come here in this theme of Advent is Jesus sheds light on the truth of the human heart, the human person, and where we can find the light that will satisfy our hearts. It's in God. God has drawn back the veil in giving us his beloved son. We're going to meditate on some of these longings over the next few days and ask the Holy Spirit to help us to be able to find God in this moment to receive the light of his grace. God bless you. Have a great day. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus a fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.